Hey there, Ralph Garman here. Thanks so much for checking out this free edition of The Ralph Report. If you like what you hear, do me a favor. Subscribe to The Ralph Report so we can put some fun in your ears five days a week. And you can listen for as little as $3 a month. So subscribe today so you don't miss out on any of the fun. Go to patreon.com slash The Ralph Report and sign up. Welcome to The Ralph Report with Ralph Garman. Well, hello there, boys and girls. Welcome back to The Ralph Report, a brand new show for a brand new week. It is Monday, January 25th, year 2021. So happy you've decided to join us. I think you picked a good day because it's Monday. I know that kind of sucks. There's nothing we can do about that, but we can try to make it a little bit better for the next hour and change by giving you a smile or maybe even like a huff. <laughs> Speaking of which, I am your old podcast pal, Ralph Garman. Sitting here in the Batcave with me is the Rear Admiral himself. Holy God, holy God. It's Eddie Pence. Hey, everybody. How was your weekend, Pence? Uh, it was kind of uneventful, just cleaning up the house a little bit. That's yeah. I took advantage of uh, the, the weekend as well, since we didn't do a live stream event this weekend, to try to get some stuff done. Yeah. I'm still knocking around this house. I've been here for a year, and I'm still, <laughs> still just, getting it settled. Pa- just partially moved in. It's madness. See, I've been in my place 20 years, so I'm just I'm inundated with crap, so I'm just trying to get stuff situated and moved out and get rid of stuff. Yeah. My problem is uh, out of sight, out of mind. Yeah. Everything, the garage. The garage is packed to <laughs> the brim. Exist. But I don't see it. So, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll sit my ass on the couch instead of doing stuff. Yeah, that's perfect. See, I live in my clutter. I have no place to st- store it. Yeah, see, I would get stuff done if I lived amongst the clutter, but I'm too good at hiding it. Today's show, kids, oh, it's a good one. Because on the counter, you want to know why? I'm going to tell you why. Because it's Monday. That means Munchin' Monday. Ooh. We are taking the advice of a, uh, a Garmy member from Quebec. I don't know if he's uh, from Montreal or what part of Quebec he's from, <laughs> but it's uh, Eddie Obamaswin. Obamaswin. Yes. Obamaswin. Uh, we've talked to Eddie about his uh, wife, Carolyn, who is uh, battling MS, and mm. she is uh, doesn't speak a lot of English, so he translates the show for her yeah. from time to time. And he has said that one of her favorite segments is, what won't Eddie eat? <laughs> so he suggested we try some poutine. Poutine. Because um, that is a... A delicacy up there in Quebec. That's where they invented it. Yeah. And so I whipped up a, uh, a homemade batch of poutine today for you, Ed Pants. Ah, <laughs> uh, you will like it. Or I, you, I'm excited about this one. I will cross-check you in the back. Stop saying Stop it. You're not a hockey player. I am. I'm a hockey player. This year, I'm poutine. going to learn to ice poutine. skate. Oh, and that's then, right. You are going to learn ice and skate. And then I will be ready to take the ice. The first ice skating saxophone player. That's right. Well, that'll be you. I'm going to play old man's hockey, too. I'm going to join the senior league. Please don't. Oh, it's going to be so <laughs> You're good. You're going to get hurt oh. or killed. When I played floor hockey and street hockey, I was a heck of a what, defenseman. Were you 14 when I you did that? I was a heck of a defenseman. 14? That's I, would, I, would, I always would. I was there at the point. I had a wicked slap yeah. shot. Yeah. Yeah. I was check uh, people in the cars. Oh yeah. I was uh You were the goon. I was touted. You were the goon. I was touted and I was uh they were looking at me. Oh uh, who who was looking at you? People. The guy who owned the car that you just checked the kid people, into? People were looking at that me. That guy. 
So, uh, yeah, Munchin Monday, Putin coming up later on today. What else we got? Oh, we got uh, science fiction or science fact, Ooh. which is always fun. But before we get to any of that good stuff, by the way, you're going to like today's show. That's how I can confidently say that. Not guaranteed. Yeah. Okay. Because I've seen it. I've seen it, and there's a lot of good stuff. Oh, we here. did a pre-run? I did, I didn't yeah. know that. You, were, you weren't here at I wasn't here for the pre-run. You weren't here for the dress, but <laughs> I think we we're going to be in good shape. But what we have to do first and foremost is uh, take a look at some new goddesses. Oh, okay. We're yeah. still during the Tournament of Gods. Some people, I got a complaint over the weekend, by the way. Why? Because this guy's like, you know, you're doing two new gods every week, and at this rate, I've done the math, we won't have a new god in 2021 <laughs> until, like, March or April. So? And, I'm, and I'm like... He's like, we're going to be without a god for, for a couple of months. <laughs> oh, we need a, we need a like, placeholder god? This is, we're just playing pretend. It doesn't really no, matter. We need a god. We don't really need a god to look over <laughs> us. It's just, it's just for fun, kids. Let's not take everything seriously. It's all, it's all seriously. nonsense. It's like, all nonsense. Like real gods. Exactly. Uh, so uh, two new goddesses mm -hmm. today, and these are our final two goddesses. Okay. Because we're doing eight goddesses. And then eight gods. Okay. We're going to throw them up against each other, and then it's going to be the uh, most powerful female god versus the most powerful male god. Looking forward to it. Me too. Uh, the results are in from last week's vote. Of course, it was Lilith up against Pax. 1,713 of you voted, and Damn. Lilith got 76% of the vote. Now, Lilith was the one that was uh, kicked out of the garden. She was Eden? Adam's first yes, wife. made of mud. Uh, made of earth. Earth, mud. Not mud, earth, mud, from the same stuff that Adam right. was made of. Right. So she was she his equal. It, yeah. She didn't bitch about it. She stood up <laughs> she, for herself. She rose a stink and then got booted. She said, I am just right. as good as you. I'm And equal. she was right. She yes. was right. And then she said, I'm out of here. And she left Eden. And Adam's like, oh, God, bring her back. I miss her. <laughs> and he's like, give me a rib. And, and they sent three angels to get her and bring her back. She's like, no, I'm not coming. I don't care how many goddamn angels you I don't sent. blame her. So they had to take a rib out of Adam, and they had to make him a new wife because he was a pussy. So, um, yeah, but she's responsible for nocturnal emissions, and she's the yeah, goddess yeah. of kink and all that stuff. So I had a sense that she's she, was, pretty hot. she was probably going to sweep. 76% to Pax's 24%. And Pax Ooh. is the goddess of peace. And people were like, I'm going to vote penis over peace. I'm going to take my <laughs> nocturnal emissions. And well, Pax did look like a hippie. Yeah, well, very of course, all the peaceniks little too, do. A little too weak, so, I think. Uh, so that said, Lilith is moving on. Congratulations. By the way, you can always check out all the results at tournamentofthegods.com. Our pal Dave from Winnipeg, another Canadian Garmy member, has put that, put that uh, website together for us. So you can check it out, tournamentofthegods.com, hmm. to get all the details. Uh, so we got two new ones in the Tournament of the Gods today. Who's going to win? God only knows. <laughs> All right, let's meet our two contestants, shall we? Up first is Hathor. Hathor? Hathor. Okay. Not to be confused with Thor. Hathor. Hathor. This comes from uh, Graham Arnold from the UK. Oh, he Graham. He, Graham. Graham. Graham, yes. Graham Arnold. He nominated Hathor. Hathor is an ancient Egyptian goddess, Eddie Pence. Mm. Goddess of the sky, of women, and of fertility and love. Okay. That seems nice. It is nice. Uh, she's also the goddess of music, dancing, fertility, and pleasure. Oh. 
So, pretty much sex, drugs, and rock and roll. Are all the female goddesses in some sort of way connected to fertility and love and pleasure? Well, yeah, aren't all women? I know, but like, there's no man who's a god of fertility and blowing loads everywhere? <laughs> yeah, he's the god of blowing <laughs> loads. Well, we'll meet some next week, and maybe we'll have the load god. <laughs> I just For saying. you. Guys are generally more horny than women. Think about sex more than women do. So I would figure that God would be more. The God would be more. Yeah, but think about these horny. ancient religions. I mean, they were all about procreating the race and keeping things right. going and having kids. That was that was job one. Yeah, staying alive. Right. So they were always praying to somebody like, please give me a kids to help me out with the farm. Right. I mean, just there's got to be some dude out there. It was just. All right. Well, just, just, just hold your sack. horses. We'll get to it. A big sack big dude for you in a minute. Your preoccupation is, uh, I don't know, it's a little telling. I'm just wondering, because it's always fertility with women. It's never fertility with dudes. Well, not only is she the goddess of all those things, Eddie Pence, uh-huh. but she's also the uh, the goddess of cosmetics. Oh, makeup. Yes, yeah. the goddess of beauty. Wearing cosmetics in ancient Egypt was seen as a form of worship to Hathor. Oh, okay. I like that. I like that, too. She was the, uh, the daughter of Ra. That's oh, the, a big the sun deal. god, right? Yeah, he was, a, he was the biggie. Yeah. Uh, also the wife of Horus, who I believe uh, was the gatekeeper of hell, if I'm not Horus mistaken. Horus was? I believe. Wow. She's connected. Yeah. Um, <laughs> what else about her? Protector of women. Oh, that's but good. men worshipped her as well. Interestingly, in her temples, she had priestesses as well as priests. Oh. An very, equal opportunity uh, very employer. Very forward-thinking of Hathor. Originally, Hathor was the body of a woman with the head of a cow. No, oh, that's not attractive. But eventually, they uh, they changed that design, and they went with a, a pretty hot-looking Egyptian Thank chick. God. So uh, Hathor is up first. Let's see who Hathor will be competing up against this week. This comes to us from Tino Lucas from Peru, our oh, Peruvian hey, listener. Peru. Hi, Tino. Tino recommends Mama Cuca. Mama Cuca. Mama I like Kuka. the name. I'm already on board. <laughs> That's almost as fun to say as Baba Ganoush. Mama Cuca. Mama Cuca. She is an ancient Incan goddess. Okay. We haven't uh, delved much into the Incans or the no. Aztecs. I'm glad to get uh, an Incan on hand here. She, well, you won't be surprised to know, she is also uh, the uh, goddess of sexual needs. Shocking. Yes. Here's the thing, though. Mama Cuca yeah. was originally a promiscuous woman. Oh. She had sex with a lot of lovers. Okay. And those lovers got jealous, and then they cut her in half. Wow. They split her down the middle. Oh, not Not even, not not even they top went, and bottom. They went even. Yes, they down split the her down the middle in, in half. Wow. And as she lay in pieces, from her that remains... Happened from all the banging? From her remains, the very first coca plant grew. <laughs> okay. The, the, the leaves of which, of course, uh-huh. are used to make cocaine. Wow. So Mama Kuka is the goddess of cocaine. She's Mama Coke. She's the goddess of cocaine. <laughs> well, this gives her a big leg up on Hathor. Uh, Hathor. 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 Um, yeah, now, uh, now coca leaves uh-huh. in uh, ancient uh, Inca, Inca. Yeah. The ancient Incans. <laughs> Incans. And still to this day, I believe, they were used uh, as an energy boost. Mm. See, yeah. there's a very... chew on the leaf, right? There's a very... Yeah, right. There's a very small amount of what actual, what, what cocaine is distilled into mm. in those leaves. So they just chew on them. Because of the high altitude, it helps give them energy. 
and uh, gives them a boost. And apparently there's a lot of other nutrients and stimulants and extremely good things in coca leaves. And that's another reason why they still chew them to this day. Oh, we should so, be chewing coca leaves. I would love to chew some coca leaves. I will... Uh, I would like to snort uh, some <laughs> some refined coca leaves. Whatever you got, whatever Mama Kuka is carrying, I'm all in. So uh, yeah, how do you not how do you not love the cocaine goddess? Yeah, that's pretty big. My God, and she was she was down to get down. You know, she was DTF. Yes, she was. Of course, it it, it cost her. All right, it did she in got, the end. She got split because dudes are stupid. So uh, there you go. Those are our two contestants, Mama Kuka, Mama Kuka, up against Hathor. Mm. I think this is a this may be our strongest battle yet. There's yeah. a lot to there's a lot to say know. for both of these. Cocaine ladies. really gives her the edge. It's hard because she can bribe a lot of people. You straight edge Eddie is. Uh, I just know people like cocaine. cocaine. Oh, people do. See, some people like it way too much. See? Yeah, I don't have to do it to know people like it. That's true. So there you go, Mama Kuka versus Hathor. You can vote now. Please, everybody, you just get to vote one time, and then we will re reveal the results uh, next Monday as we move into Eddie's territory. Some gods with some big schlongs. Let's get some dicks in there, man. And some big sacks full of loads, which is what Eddie's <laughs> looking for in a god. I just want a dude god to be fertile. That's all. All right. Fertile well, dude god. We'll find you some fertile ones next week. Who will win? God only knows. All righty, let's, uh, before we delve into your phone calls, let's take a real quick look at the news because I like to find things that are bizarre and weird. And when you read the stories, you can't really be sure whether it's something from a science fiction movie mm. or whether it's science fact. That's what leads us to science fiction or science fact. Let me tell you about Oklahoma State Representative Justin Humphrey. I don't okay. know if you saw this story or not, Eddie. I don't think I did. <sighs> this is not a joke. This is real. Last week, mm -hmm. Oklahoma State Representative Justin Humphrey introduced a bill to the Oklahoma Wildlife Commission. Oh, yeah, I know. I've, I've read this. <laughs> I read this. <laughs> the bill was to establish an official Bigfoot hunting season <laughs> complete with licenses and tags. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> Oklahoma, apparently well-known for its Sasquatch sightings. Yeah, of course. Uh, Representative Humphrey wants to take advantage of this and start an annual Bigfoot festival each October and to have a hunting season in, that coincides with that festival to maximize tourism if the bills passed into law would take effect on November 1st. But here's a catch. Humphrey reportedly wants people to trap Bigfoot, but not kill him. <laughs> and hopes to create a $25,000 bounty for the first person to catch Bigfoot and present him to the state government, right. apparently. They want him alive, not dead. What? <laughs> the serious fuck <laughs> is going on in Oklahoma? I think they're just trying to get people to go to Oklahoma. I think that's it. Yeah, I'm going to go to Oklahoma. Why for Eddie? To look for Bigfoot. To look for Bigfoot. <laughs> did you read farther into that article about what Texas said? No. What did Texas have to say Texas in response? Consider, Texas' uh, response was, uh, you can kill it in Texas. There you go. It, it's not protected under, uh, I guess it's not well, a human, so you can kill it. That, it's, it's fair game. Well, that makes it much more attractive yes. to a certain portion of the population. Right. <laughs> 
Representative Humphrey, by the way, is now complaining he's getting a lot of backlash from people really? regarding his bill. Really? A lot of Bigfoot deniers, as he calls them, are uh, <laughs> calling up his office, calling him an idiot well. and cussing him out, saying, isn't there anything else going on in the state of Oklahoma perhaps you could be spending your time on? Yeah. Be, we'd be better serving your constituents, perhaps, to actually work, I don't know, on things that aren't fucking fictional. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's, 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 a, there's a big crisis going on right now that could be addressed. Uh, if everyone in Oklahoma has received the vaccine, then this guy can go on his fucking Bigfoot yeah. hunt. No, I Other agree. than that, he can kiss my ass. Right. I, yeah. The Bigfoot believers are also annoyed with him. Are Eddie. they? Yes. But they want to kill it, don't no, they? No, they don't want to yeah. kill it. They want it to be left alone. They don't want the poor thing to be hunted down and have a net thrown over it. Then who's this for if it's not for the believers or the deniers? It's for no one. That would be my point. <laughs> this whole thing is goddamn ridiculous. If this guy is reelected ever, <laughs> then uh, Oklahoma's got big problems. He's not the dumbest politician we have. I know, but still. The Bigfoot hunt. He says it's going to generate a lot of money for Oklahoma because people are going to pay for uh, hunting licenses and tags. Think of all the revenue it's going to generate. And here's the thing. It should cost a million dollars a license because if you're so fucking stupid that you're going to buy a Bigfoot hunting license, you should lose every penny that you have. You should be indigent <laughs> by it, the end of it. Did it say how much license is going to cost? It does not say how much it's going to cost, but I hope it's everything you own. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> So stupid. So deeply, deeply stupid. We are America. We are. And that's today's science fiction or science fact. Science fiction or science fact. All righty, let's turn our attention now to people who are not stupid, who would not buy a Bigfoot hunting license. The beloved members of the Garmy, we love it when you reach out to us. I got to say, first and foremost, thank you so much to everybody for all the kind wishes regarding our three-year anniversary on Friday and our 700th episode. Just so many people reaching out saying such wonderful things about the yeah, show. Yeah, it was a fun time. So thanks to everybody for that. You can write us an email, ralph at the ralphreport.com, Eddie or Steve at that same email address. You can find us on social media, or you can do what a lot of folks choose to do, which is leave a voicemail message on the Ralph Report hotline, 24 hours a day, seven days a week. It's right there waiting for you, waiting to catch your feelings, your thoughts, your comments, your questions. All you got to do is dial up the number, one 833 Hi, Ralph. So simple. <laughs> and I like to uh, mention from time to time, if you are abroad, if you're calling us uh, from Europe or Australia or anywhere outside the United States, and I believe Canada, uh, that number won't work for you, obviously. So what you'll need to do is get on Skype and then use their keypad and dial one eight three three. Hi, Ralph. So simple. <laughs> I listened to all your calls, and then I pull a handful of them here in a segment known as Garmy on the Line. The telephone is ringing. The Garmy's on the line. Ralph's gonna play your calls now and see what's on your mind. <laughs> One of the things people keep talking about regarding our anniversary show on Friday yeah. was the great work that Mike Serber did. Oh, it's amazing. With that uh, Piano Man, Billy Joel parody that he did with involving all great Easter eggs about the Ralph Report. So good. And on top of it just being clever, he's also a brilliant musician. He was playing all the instruments yeah. on that and also singing. He's got a great voice. It was just Unreal. a terrific piece of work. So many people were loving it, including our first caller, Hillary. 
Hi, Ralph. Yo-ho, Eddie. This is Hillary from West Virginia, and I'm walking my dog listening to Garman by Server, and I'm, like, literally crying. It's so nice that he did that, and all the references are so nice. The Crockett's one is really the one that got me. And the line about the Garmy being family for life, and I'm just, like, in the park with tears streaming down my face, listening to a podcast, walking my dog, 19 degrees out, and it's just so lovely. Thank you, Ralph. Love you, mean it. Bye. Thank you, Hillary. We love you, too. A lot of people said the uh, line about the Crockett. It got me when I heard it, yeah. Gave him a little, yeah, uh, a little, little, in the a little catch there, and uh, I was one of them as well. That's why I'm so happy. If you don't know who the Crockett's are, maybe if you're new to the show, they were a couple we met, I guess, at the end of last year, Haley Crockett and her husband, Craig. And Haley, sadly, was uh, stricken with kidney failure, had to go into the hospital and was on dialysis and treatment for her kidneys. And Craig had to basically quit his job in order to take care of her. And they were in a pretty bad way. Yeah. And so I kind of made it my own personal mission to try to give them the best Christmas that we could. And the Garmy just showed up in such amazing yeah. uh, strength in terms of making sure that they had a lovely holiday. And they were blown away and very appreciative. Anyway, I was happy to, re- to find over the weekend that Haley Crockett called the check-in. Coincidentally, here's Haley. Hey, Ralph. Yoho, Eddie. Howdy, Steve. So I have some good news. I know you wanted to hear about it. (laughs) I'm really bad with timing, so it is a little late, (laughs) but I haven't told anybody. This is a Ralph Report exclusive. (laughs) It's not on any other social media platform. My kidneys are almost back to normal, which is awesome because I only have to uh, talk to my regular doctor now. I don't have to go to a kidney specialist except for like once a year which is awesome so (laughs) i'm really really excited and um i'm very thankful to be here today and uh, if you play this on monday the 25th that is mine and craig's one year wedding anniversary so if you do play it on monday happy anniversary babe i love you so much so I just wanted to call you all and tell you all the good news. Uh, thank you all so much from the, I mean, thank you for the, the for the Garmy and all everything, all the positive and wonderful vibes and just, I'm so thankful, thankful to be here today. So I love you all. I mean it. Bye. So Haley's recovered. That's awesome. <laughs> I am so thrilled. That's awesome. That that we got some good news on the medical front for for Haley. And I know people right now are screaming, you don't do shout outs for a special occasion, so I don't want to hear anything. (laughs) If you know their story, you know that Haley and Craig got married in the hospital because they didn't know if she was going to make it or not. So if there is any exception for a a celebratory shout out, it is their one year anniversary. You can make that call. I can, because it is, as always, a benign dictatorship, (laughs) not a democracy. So happy anniversary, you two crazy kids. And Haley, we're so happy that you're on the mend and that your kidney situation is improved. See, we get rid of she's meal, good shit happens. See? And don't forget, 
the Ralph Report has the power to heal. That's true, too. You don't forget, I brought that goldfish back That's to right. life. That's right. That's right. I forgot about the goldfish. And now, apparently, uh, Haley Crockett as And you well. can cure kidneys. That's so great. So I got a lot going on. That's all I'm saying. Okay. Make, make my prostate shrink, please. <laughs> Bend over. <laughs> I have a special ointment. No, I'm good. That's going to shrink well, that I think for I'm good. You. I think I'm good. Um, you're going to find this surprising, Eddie. Not everybody loved Cerber's uh, song. Really? Yes. Not everybody was a fan. I have an idea. Can you imagine who <laughs> might not have liked that song? I have an idea. Hey, Ralph. It's John Cooperman. Just wanted to wish you a happy anniversary. Looking forward to 700 more shows. Yeah. Um, so as far as Mike Serber song, uh, yeah, that, that was really great. It was uh, really heartfelt. I mean, sure, it was an hour long, but it was good. Oh, it was man. good. Here we go. And, but seriously, I was enjoying the song uh-huh. until that smarmy bastard took a shot at me. He did. Why? He took a shot. Why? I thought we buried the hatchet with cash. Come on. But I guess that was wrong. It's kayfabe. I, I don't get it. I did not want to do a retaliatory song, Ralph. No. I didn't. Oh. But um, after much uh, consideration and praying and the emails, <laughs> I, I decided I had to do a song as a little payback for server. Mm. Server. <sighs> server. <laughs> server. So... Here's my little song for server. It's not on my Patreon. My Patreon. Listen to me play. No. (laughs) My God. So listen up and listen good, server. Server. Hit it, Ralph. All right. Here's Cooperman's answer diss track to server's song. It also is a parody of Piano Man. (laughs) (laughs) I love this feud. Here it is. Well, I turned the Ralph Report on last Friday To celebrate the Gami's three years Then Mike Serber's song started playing It's like bullshit was ringing my ears Like I need an ENT Then I started to gag on my sandwich As my bowels were begging to void Serber's dumb song kept going and like an external bleeding hemorrhoid. I don't care what you do, you know, Cooperman. Yes, your songs might be better than mine, but you play around 25 instruments. While my talent is trying to rhyme. Oh, Ralph, you make Mike Serber look like Mike looking land. Oh, 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 Serber, he's just the golden boy, isn't he? Man, kiss my ass, Serber. <laughs> now your gaw song was touching and moving. Even though it was 53 minutes long (laughs) It was shiny and bright But for the love of God, Mike Please stop saying oral delight 
Haven't you forgot testicoosies? Get dipping, boys, and fuzzy bag beer. So quit being so sass. Let's record some more cast. Now let me buy your dumbass a beer. What are you, Paps, man? See, Mike, I kept it under two and a half hours. <laughs> Mike Zerber sucks. <laughs> but seriously, his Patreon's not bad. Yeah, okay. But he's still a bastard. <laughs> All right. Zerber. Oh, okay. All right, Cooperman. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Yeah, he's... Don't want to get those two in the same room. Oh, no, I can't wait. All right. We also got a call. Uh, you know, from time to time, people just leave non sequiturs. On the on the line, and mm-hmm. I listen to it, and I go, "What you talking about? What you talking about? What you talking about?" What are you talking about. This is today's. Do you guys think there was a porn star whose name was Girth Brooks? <laughs> and if there was, do you think he named himself Girth Brooks because he liked country music, or because of the pun? That was the entire <laughs> So I did a little research, and there is a Girth there Brooks. There is a Girth yes, Brooks. There is a Girth Brooks. He works in the gay porn industry. Okay. And apparently he is quite a figure of controversy Why? in the uh, gay porn industry. Why? Because he is straight. Oh. He is gay for pay and has made that uh, well known. Huh. And there's some in the industry who think that uh, it's not what they want from, right. from a gay they, porn they star. They don't want a straight gay porn. Right. Guy. They don't want to just, you know, they want to pretend that right. they'd be interested in him, like we all do when, when we're head, women watching are, heterosexual porn. Watching two she'd women probably, She'd it. probably dig me. Right. So, uh, yeah, so there is a Girth Brooks. Wow. But um, I wonder if he's a country fan or if he just liked the pun. I think he just liked the pun. <laughs> and I have to say... I saw what he was working with. Yeah. And he's aptly named. That's all. <laughs> he's he, girthy. He is. Jeez, crackers. And lastly, we like to play some upbeat music at the top of each show just to give you a little pep in your step. We call them happy hits. And uh, this one is for Laura. Hey, Ralph and Eddie and the crew. I'm Laura here calling from New Brunswick, Canada on the East Coast Maritimes. And I'm calling for a happy hit. A couple months ago, I lost my mother. Um, to a stroke and cervical cancer. It was a shit show and she went out fighting. But what I'm calling about is her, for, well, it's, it's kind of confusing, but she, she hated ABBA, hated ABBA. <laughs> and even if I played this, any of their songs in the car, she would get annoyed with me, but she loved Mamma Mia movies. Doesn't what? make sense, eh? Like, what? it's just no. crazy. Like, it she is. loved those movies and made me go see them with her. And lately I've been at her house painting and cleaning. And when I get sad, I apologize. Sorry. I play these two songs, either Super Trooper or Mamma Mia. And it gets me laughing, gets me dancing. You don't cry. But I would love to hear that from you guys today. As I'm working in our home, it would bring so much joy. Really would. Even though I don't sound like it, I promise it would. So thank you for this year and making me laugh. Your show has brought a lot of tears and joy. My mom would always go, who's this man on the radio again? When we drive and I would have to tell her about you. And she's like, he's a funny guy. (laughs) And 
always have those memories. So thank you. Love you, mean it. Bye. We love you too, Laura. So sorry for your loss. Mm, Hope this makes you feel a little bit better today. We're all thinking of you and your mom. Here's Abba. Thanks to everybody who called in today. You too can be featured on this segment, but if you want to be online, you got to call me. Hey there, it's Ralph Garman here. I hope you're enjoying the show. And if you are, why not subscribe to The Ralph Report so you can hear it every day, Monday through Friday. For just 15 cents a day, you can be a one-star general supporter, and that will get you the show in your ear holes Monday through Friday. Of course, there are two, three, and four-star general levels as well, which gets you more bonus content and more access to me. So if you like what you're hearing, why not subscribe? Go to patreon.com slash the Ralph Report. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash The Ralph Report. Subscribe today so you don't miss a thing. And speaking of Mike Serber, sorry, Cooperman, <laughs> on Mondays, we like to take a look in the rearview mirror and find out what happened on this day, January 25th in history. Here's Mike's jingle. Ralph's about to solve another mystery Like is today the day some dude invented Listerine Or maybe a tyrant king married his sister queen Who knows, every day seems to be an anniversary The Garmy's rubbing Ralph's lamp So grant our wishes, please And tell us what went down this day in history On this day, January 25th in the year 41 After a night of negotiation, Claudius was finally accepted as Roman emperor by the Senate. Oh, he had negotiated for it. There was a contentious election result, even in in 41. Wow. See? It's not the first. Nope. Won't be the last. King Edward III acceded to the English throne on this day in 1327. Yeah. Yeah. In 1799, the first U.S. patent-free seeding machine Seeding? Oh, seeds. Seed. Seeding. Uh, they said seeding. I'm like, well, having people sit down. No, no not seeding. Seed. Seeds. Okay. It was, it was to plant seeds in the ground. Gotcha. Because people got tired of like 
Doing it by hand. Getting a stick and just, putting a hole and then putting a seed in it. That's a throwing them out Bullshit there. job. So this guy, uh, Elakim Spooner in Vermont, came up with the seeding machine. Yeah. University of Virginia, Eddie Pence. Oh, UVA. Boo. You don't like UVA? I went to Virginia Tech. That's, oh. our, rival. That's our big rival. Oh, UVA. I got you. Yeah, yeah. Well, on this day in 1819, University of Virginia was chartered by the Commonwealth of Virginia. Yeah. Thomas Jefferson, one of its founders. Yeah, old TJ. <laughs> Good old TJ. You're all about initials today, aren't you? <laughs> UVA. TJ. Well, it is UVA. All right. I don't know if he's TJ. Who founded your school? Virginia Tech. Oh, I don't know. Some turkey. Stephen Tech? Stephen Tech. <laughs> Lou Tech? Lou Tech? VT. V- um, Virgil Tech. On this day in 1840, American naval expedition under Charles Wilkes was the first to identify Antarctica as a new continent. Oh, it wasn't just ice. No. It was land there. It was a whole thing. Mm. And they uh, they made it a continent. That's where the penguins are, right? They're not north or south. Uh, I believe there are uh, penguins on the uh, both South sides? Pole as yeah. well. Not the North Pole, but I believe they're in the South Pole. Yeah. Like Antarctica. Antarctica. Yeah. Yes. There's none in the Arctic. I don't believe so. No. <laughs> just check. Okay. It's important for you to know that, is it? <laughs> 1858. Uh-huh. Felix Mendelssohn. Had a little piece of music that has become one of the most famous pieces of classical music in history. It was played for the very first time on this day for the wedding of Queen Victoria's daughter, Princess Victoria, to the Crown Prince of Prussia. Prussia. It was the first time anybody ever heard this song. That must have blown people away. It must have. 1870, Gustavus Dows. Good old Gustavus Dows. What a name. Gustavus Dows, there in Lowell, Massachusetts, yeah. in 1870, invented something we still use today. Eddie Pence, you know how much I love the still used today inventions? Right. The spool? Not the spool. No. A spool. From thread. Oh, a thread of sp- yeah. a spool? No. 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 He invented the soda fountain. Oh, okay. Let me tell you a little story about uh, Gustavus Dows. Mm-hmm. He used to have a business shaving ice and then pouring lemonade over it. That was his deal. Okay, so he made slushies. Yes, basically. Okay. In the summertime when the uh, the workers of Lowell, Mass. would come out of the textile mills, he'd be there with a block of ice, and he would have to shave it down and then put the lemonade over it. And he had a line. He couldn't service all the customers because right. everybody was waiting in line for him to shave the goddamn ice. Yeah, it's got to take a while. So he came up with an invention, mm-hmm. a machine that – pre-shaved the ice, and then automatically mixed it with syrup and cream, and it would come out of one dispenser. Oh, he made the first Slurpee machine. Uh, basically, yeah. Wow. He used to call it his uh, ice cream sodas. Yeah. And this is before they actually put ice cream in ice cream sodas. Right. But it was ice, ice and cream, cream and syrup, syrup, a flavor of syrup. So he invented that thing. That was the first, uh, first guy to ever come up with that. Nice. He became very rich, by the way. I would imagine. Yes. He would sell them. He encased his invention in marble. And then he would sell them to do drugstores and places like that for $225 each. Damn. They, they also in the sell 1800s, the that's like a, a, that's a, a billion, lifetime that's, salary. That's a billion dollars. Yeah, so he did very well. Did he keep the syrup? Like, so yeah, yeah, you buy the machine, but you got to buy the syrup. I hope he me. did, because that would have been a good ride. That's racket. how you got to do it, right? You got to keep them in supplies, absolutely. Uh, hey, another contentious election result, Eddie Pence. Uh. On this day in 1877, Congress established the Electoral Commission to determine the disputed presidential election between Rutherford B. Hayes and Samuel J. Tilden. Oh. Who won? How about that? Ruther- Rutherford B. Hayes. Oh, that guy. I don't know President him. President Hayes. I don't, yeah, okay. Here's the deal, though. 
It was so contentious that they had to make a deal. The Democrats said, all right, we'll allow him to be president, but you have to pull all the troops out of the South Ooh. during the Reconstruction Ooh. so we can go back to white supremacy. That's probably a mistake. And they made that deal. That's probably a stupid that thing That was to do. probably a dumb thing to yeah. do. Yeah. Yeah, we're still paying for that one. On this day in 1881, Thomas Edison and Alexander Graham Bell, two thieves, got together to form the Oriental Telephone Company. Oh. And racist, apparently. Wow. They were racist and they were thieves. In 1890, journalist Nellie Bly beat the fictitious record of uh, Phineas Fogg and Julius Verne's... Phineas Fogg? Yeah, Julius Verne's book, Around the World in 80 Days. Yeah. Phineas Fogg is the uh, hero in that book. I just like that name. Yes. So she did it in real life in 72 days. Oh, she beat the book. Good for her. Kicked his ass. She was quite the lady, Nellie Bly. We need a Nellie Bly movie. She became a a journalist with no real studying. She responded to an article in a newspaper in Pittsburgh. And the editors were so impressed by her response that they brought her in to start writing pieces for the newspaper. That's impressive. She was a kid. She was like in her 20s. That's impressive. Then, you want to hear impressive? Yeah. She decided to do an investigative report on the conditions in a mental asylum at Blackwell's Island. Ooh. So she pretended to be insane and had herself committed so that she could look around the place and get all the information. Fuck the nutsack on her. She spent 10 days oh, shit. in an insane asylum to write a expose on what was happening on the inside. This is the first time anyone had ever done any sort of undercover investigative reporting before. Was the newspaper aware that she went in? Yeah, they, under- they knew okay. she went so in. So someone could get her out. Yes. They, oh, that's they ran her piece fuck. 10 days in a madhouse, and it was uh, it blew the lid off of the horrible conditions in the, the mental hospitals Damn. in the state. That's ballsy. I mean, she was quite the lady. Uh, also on this day, in 1890, the United Mine Workers of America forms, go unions. Alexander Graham Bell called Thomas Watson on this day in 1915. Alexander Graham Bell was in New York. Mr. Watson was in San Francisco. It was the first transcontinental telephone call in America. Hmm. In 1919 on this day, the League of Nations was formed. What? What is the League of Nations? The League of Nations, Eddie. What? Is it there's super is Superman involved? What is the League of Nations? Think super friends with countries. Was well, it like United Nations? It, 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 that was with a precursor to the United okay, Nations. Okay, gotcha. This the, the, the League of Nations fell apart pretty much in World War II, oh. and then the United Nations was formed after that. But this was this was during the First World War. Okay, the first gathering, super gathering of countries. Okay, the League of Nations. In the Great Hall of the League of Nations, there was assembled the world's 58 greatest countries. Created after World War I as an international diplomatic group, developed as a way to solve disputes between countries before they erupted into open warfare. Argentina, Australia, Belgium, Bolivia, the British Empire, Canada, Chile, China, Colombia, Cuba, Czechoslovakia, Denmark, El Salvador, France, Greece, Guatemala, Haiti, Honduras, India, Italy, Liberia, the Netherlands, New Zealand, Nicaragua, Norway, Panama, Paraguay, Persia, Iran, Peru, Poland, Portugal, Romania, Siam, South Africa, Spain, Sweden, Switzerland, Uruguay, 
Venezuela, Yugoslavia, Austria, Bulgaria, Finland, Luxembourg, Albania, Estonia, Latvia, Lithuania, Hungary, the Irish Free State, Ethiopia, the Dominican Republic, Mexico, Turkey, Iraq, the Soviet Union, Afghanistan, and Ecuador. Wow, that's impressive. Worst cartoon ever. Well, the whole show was the intro. That's the problem. That did not last very long on Saturday mornings, <laughs> the League of Nations. On this day in 1932, the very first commencement exercises at Hebrew U in Jerusalem. Hmm. Good old Hebrew, Hebrew U. H-U, they call it. H-U, of course. The Guiding Light first appeared on this uh, on on this day. The in, soap opera? Yes, in 1937 on radio. Hmm. It started on radio, Eddie Pence. Wow. It ran for 57 years on television. Damn. Isn't that crazy? When did it end? Uh, I think it ran through 2009, wow. it says here. Started in 1952 on television, ran until 2009. It was on radio for 19 years. So in combination, 72 years Quite a run. on radio and television. Pretty impressive. 1939, the first nuclear fission experiment, the splitting of the uranium atom on this day at Columbia University. Did anyone was anyone aware of it, or they just sort of do it and not tell anybody? And like, oh, we all could have died here. Um, I believe it was a secret. I believe <laughs> they sure kept it was. secret. But Enrico Fermi was there, the father of the atom bomb. Oh. He was on hand. Hey, I'm a good boy. I'm Enrico Fermi. I'm gonna have to some atom. You're gonna get a little piece of atom and fly everywhere. <laughs> he said famously. In 1945, Grand Rapids, Michigan, became the first U.S. city to fluoridate its water. A fluoride. That's what fluoridating right, right. means. Okay. Yes, you put fluoride in the water. <laughs> you know why they do that, Eddie Pence? To keep your teeth clean? To keep, to keep the cavities. To right. keep your, not keep, keep your teeth clean. Well, but keep to, the cavities away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, exactly. And also to poison you. Mind control you. No, this, none of that is true. You. I don't know. If, do they still put fluoride in water? Yeah, I think they do. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It used to be they had to because people had bad oral hygiene think they and stuff, still, and everybody was drinking out of the faucet. So, I mean, people are people even drinking water that comes out of their tap? I drink anymore? out of the tap. I do too, but I know a lot of people drink bottled LA's water. LA's got great uh, tap water. I know. It's delicious. Cocaine and <laughs> that's why I drink antidepressants it. in it. That's it's great. I need all those things. <laughs> it's fortified it's with all so my vitamins. Fluoridated. 1955, U.S. signed a treaty with Panama. Over this canal, Eddie Pence. Any guess what canal hmm. they were fighting over? The Panama one? Hey, speaking of things atomic, Columbia University on this day in 1955 developed the atomic clock. Hmm. That is accurate within one second. Of the construct we've made up? Oh, man. <laughs> is that what it is? No. It's accurate to the construct that we created? No. Okay. It It is accurate. Accurate within one second every 300 years. Okay. It would take you 300 years of running to be off by a second. Right. Of the construct that we completely created oh out of God. thin air. How, you got to mark the passing of the I, moment somehow. I agree, but to say this is the most accurate marking of passing of time well, is kind of weird. In the sense of the, this is we've all agreed right. on this time. We've all agreed on yes. So but if you want to know what time it is, go to the atomic clock. Right. That's what they For do. They whatever made up time we want to agree on. Are you upset because there's no zero hour? Is that what I you want? You want a well, zero 24, hour? 24 hour clock has a zero hour. Oh my God. 1961, the first live nationally televised presidential news conference with JFK happened on this day. Mm -hmm. uh, I'll uh, take uh, questions from uh, you, the young lady in the front row there, he said <laughs> famously. 
1961, Walt Disney's animated film 101 Dalmatians was released here in the U.S. I love that goddamn yeah. movie. I haven't seen it in a while. Cruella de Vil, Cruella de Vil. If she doesn't scare you, no evil thing will. Terrified me when I was a kid. Cruella de Vil terrified <laughs> well, me. Well, she killed doggies. Yeah, she Awful. was a bad villain. Yeah. She wanted to kill. To make a coat, right? A hundred puppies. For a coat? To make a coat for herself. Crazy. And you know what? That's grim. Yeah, that's one of the grimmest villains that's out there. bad stuff. Yeah. All right. 1964, the Beatles got their first number one hit here in the U.S., of course. I want to hold your hand. I want to hold your hand. 1970, Robert Altman directed this classic film that was released on this day, M.A.S.H. Through early morning fog I see visions of the things to be. 1974, Dr. Christian Barnard transplanted the first heterotopic heart transplant. Heterotopic? Yes. What does that mean? It means they add the donor heart mm-hmm. without removing the old one. So there's two hearts in there? So the guy's got two hearts inside. Good for him. him. Yeah. Yeah. He's got a spare. He's got a backup. Unless he has a blowout. <laughs> uh, in 1979, on this day, the first documented case of a robot killing a human being in really? the U.S. Really? I think that should be bigger news. That should be, yeah, that should be marked every year. I don't think we, we should I should that. learn that just by perusing no. what happened on this day in history. No, we should know the name of that robot, the name of the person that died. Robert Williams. Died. Robert Williams was his name. He was an American factory worker who was working at the Ford Motor Company in um, How'd he die? Flat Rock, Michigan. And he was working with a robot that was uh, pulling... Uh, parts. It's a giant robot that uh, would sort parts right. for cars. And apparently the uh, arm went wild and pinned him against the wall and crushed him. Oh, oh. By accident. I'm sure. It was an accident. No, I knew what it was doing. Yeah. It was alive. The threat is real. <laughs> 1981, 52 Americans held hostage in Iran for 444 days. I barely Do you remember, remember the, I barely remember that. The Iran remember. hostage crisis. Yeah. Boy, I remember it well. Also on this day in 1991, the soap opera Generations on NBC aired its last episode after a two and a half year run. Very uh, groundbreaking um, soap opera because they had a black uh, family as the lead. Oh, yes, and I had a small recurring role. You on, did uh, on Generations. Yes, oh. I played the manager of the fancy restaurant where everybody would go. Did to you eat. have a name? Did you have an accent? No, I, I did. I had. They had me do a French accent. Oh, yeah. Very briefly. And then they said, you don't, you don't need to please, do that anymore. Please stop saying Putin. You can stop doing that. Putin. <laughs> Say it right. Putin. Maybe that's why you got fired. You were saying it wrong. I said it right. Mm. 1993, Sears announced it was closing its catalog sales department after 97 that years. Suck. I love the Sears the catalog. The Sears catalog. Oh, I said so much masturbation. Well, I was talking about Christmas time when you oh, go through and circle the I'm toys sorry. that you want. Yeah, that too. <laughs> But mostly, but mostly it was the lingerie oh, section fine. for me. Yeah, okay. Boy, yeah. that Way was... Way to ruin it. Came in very useful. Um, all right. You know what we do at this point? We find a food related to a day in history. We run it past Eddie Pence to see if it's something that he would be interested in eating or perhaps stick up his ass and pull out. Oh. And today is no different. We talk about the food. And how do we find out whether Eddie would eat it or not? Well, we pull the handle of the patented Eddie Pence jackpot slot machine. If we get a jackpot, that means, yeah. Eddie's eating it. However, if we get mismatched reels, <laughs> and, uh, he's rejecting it outright. <laughs> On this day in 1938, Eddie Pence, yeah. New England Products Incorporated uh-huh. registered a trademark for its groundbreaking combination 
of beverages. Okay. Put all these juices into one. Tomato, spinach, celery, carrot, beet, lettuce, watercress, and parsley juice. All together, there were eight of them. The trademark, V8. One of the most popular beverages in America. Campbell Soup Company acquired the brand back in 1948, so they're in charge of making all the V8 these days. Originally known as Vegemin, and then Vegeminate. Eventually, they labeled it a V8 for, a, for marketing reasons. They had a great marketing campaign for that. You'd slap your head and go, I should have had a V8. should have had a V8. Yeah. yeah. Should Eddie Pence have had a V8? There's only one way for us to find out. Let's pull that handle. Here we go. One V8, two V8. Oh, Fuck no. Come oh. on. Ugh. Have you even tasted it? Yes. I, I Tomato juice in general is gross. I can't imagine you have. I have tasted V8. It's foul. It's really it's good. It's foul. It's much better than tomato juice on its own. But it's tomato juice, and you had like four other things there I would never eat. <laughs> you don't have to eat them. Just drink them. It, no. Come on. No, it's too. It's just thick, and it's like drinking blood. It's not like drinking <laughs> blood at drinking all. Blood because the it's the same color. It's like drinking yeah, blood and consistency. Oh my god. I don't, I don't care what it tastes like at that point. Fuck, fuck, you're drinking blood, dude. But you're not drinking blood, so get over that. That oh, shouldn't be all... Are you that kidding should, me? That's like saying if I make a chocolate cake in the shape of a turd, then you're not, not... I'm not fucking eating the cake, dude, because it looks like a turd. But it's not a turd. But it's I, that's my, my, my brain is going, you're eating a turd to my tongue, and my tongue's like, okay, I trust your brain. <laughs> well, let's, let's make you... It's your call. Well, tell and your the brain would be like, let's tap out of this just in case this is a turd. <laughs> tell your tongue that's not the no, case. It doesn't matter. Override my your dumbass brain. brain controls the tongue. But if the brain says we're out of here, we're out of here. But the intellect should be able to control mm. the brain. You should be able to factor in the, new information the, the, into the brain. The brain the brain is going to it's going to hedge its bet and just go, "Hey, you know what? That looks like a turd. We're just going to cut our losses Have and walk your, away." Tell your brain, "This isn't a glass of blood. This is V8. <laughs> so, it's it's vegetable but juice." But what if it is? And I'm going to drink what it. What if it is? But I'm I pouring it out of the bottle that says V8 mm, on it. You don't know that maybe that fucking crazy robot's working that factory. <laughs> oh, He's pouring blood into V8 bottles. From that guy he killed. Well, what are you going to do, kids? This is what I'm up against every day, five days a week. This is what I'm up against. Nope. <laughs> That's today's This Day in History. I pity the fool who ain't been schooled by Ralph recently. He's dropping college-level knowledge with such accuracy. It got my head spinning faster than a drunk Eddie. And I'm rocking the back and track with a rap like a bad celebrity. I hope Cooperman loves my beats, because that rhymes with LMB. And that's a rap for the Ralph Report today in history. 15 cents a day, y'all. All righty, now it's time to take a look at all the entertainment news with a segment I call the Showbiz Beat. Ah, sad news over the weekend. We lost a TV legend, Larry King, passed oh, away man. at the age of 87. He was recently hospitalized with COVID-19. I hadn't seen the uh, news as regarding whether that was the cause of they death. They never said if it was no, COVID-related or they not. They didn't. Um, and really, a television icon. I mean, he had a 25-year run on CNN, Larry King Live. He did radio. He was on uh, the internet. I mean, one of the great interviewers of all time. Yeah. Not just celebrity interviews, but world leaders and yeah. regular people. I mean, the guy really was a consummate interviewer. And a lot of people don't recognize what a difficult a skill. skill that is. It's a is. huge skill, yeah. He was one of the greats. And they asked him why. Why did he do so well interviewing people? And he said the answer really was simple. It still amazes me that this curiosity 
never leaves me. In other words, if we had more time, I want to know all about you. I want to know all about the guys here. Why does a pilot want to fly a plane? Why does a bus driver get out of driving a bus? What do you... And I put yesterday's away and tomorrow's the next one. And so that keeps me going on. That's what kept him working all those years. Yeah. That and seven wives. I think that probably kept him working. He had a lot of alimony to pay. Oh, can you imagine? Half by half by half by half by half. That's a lot of half. That's why he never retired. He had to work. Fuck, dude. That's craziness. Did you ever meet him? Never did. Mm, Me either. I would have have enjoyed that. Talked to him on the phone once. He called in to the uh, Kevin and Bean show when I was on radio. Yeah. I talked to him briefly before he went on the air. Hmm. He was, you know, sharp until the end. Yeah. I used to watch his stuff on the internet, yeah, the, yeah. the aura, whatever he does on there. Good stuff. Oh, this is sad, sad, disturbing news. Um, Asia Argento, the actress, has come forward saying that her director from the Triple X movie, Rob Cohen, uh, drugged and sexually assaulted oh, her. Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh. This Cohen also directed The Fast and Furious in 2001. He has previously been accused of sexual assault by an unnamed victim back in 2019. But she says that when they were filming the movie in 2002, apparently she claims, again, this is of course all alleged, but that he had a, uh, a bottle of GHB, which oh. is basically roofie, yeah. uh, slipped it to her, and she claims then she woke up nude in his bed, unsure of what had happened to her the night Fuck, before. What a piece of shit. So um, this guy, if these accusations are in fact true. Fuck that dude. Reprehensible. This guy has also actually been accused by his own daughter of molesting her as a child. Really? Yeah. This is a bad... Okay, this is, this is a lot of people accusing him now. Let me tell you something. Uh, if your daughter says that about you, even if it's not true, let's say it's not yeah. true, she hates you so much... She's willing to say something. That she's willing to make up the most heinous lie about you that she can. That's your failure as a parent oh. when your kid ends up hating you that much, God, I think. unbelievable. So uh, it's just uh, stomach, stomach-turning news. Show business and politics crossing once again. Erin uh, Hershey, soap opera actress from General Hospital, has started a bit of a maelstrom on uh, social media. She complained to the elementary school here in California that her daughter goes to because the teachers let the kids have off Wednesday morning so they could st- skip class and watch the inauguration. So? They thought it was more important for them to watch History in the Making than to be in the classroom. Yeah. Well, Aaron Hershey was furious, Eddie Pence. <laughs> okay. She responded with a letter to the teacher via email. Why watch a criminal on television, she asked. I would never do that to my children, but thank you. Uh, when one of the other parents said, I think we're lucky to be able to watch moments like this, it's very teachable for kids to see democracy in action. She says, I don't think we're lucky at all to watch a flat-out joke, she said, about the fact that that, uh, President uh, Biden had stolen the election, Mm -hmm. and that's why she didn't want her child watching a criminal on television. She watched one for four years. Oh, boy. You know uh, know who was suddenly a Joe Biden fan? Who? Who? Joe Exotic. Is he? Yes. <laughs> Since Donald Trump did not provide him with a pardon and get him out of federal penitentiary, he is now uh, all about Joe Biden. Of he thinks he Biden's is. the great, and he will ask, be asking Joe Biden <laughs> to also uh, pardon him. Wow. Get him out of jail. Wow. So we'll see if that happens. Hopefully not. Meanwhile, new Senate pro tem Patrick Leahy is in the news. If you don't know who the, uh, the, the pro tem speaker is, the pro temper of the Senate 
He's fourth in line, right? Uh, third. Third in line. Third after in the line speaker, for right? POTUS. Yeah, it is. Um, if anything happens to our president, it would be VP, of course, Kamala Harris, and then House Speaker Nancy Pelosi, and then it would be uh, Patrick yeah. Leahy. It was Chuck Grassley before. Right. Yeah. Now it's uh, Senator Patrick Leahy of Vermont. He is third in line to take over. But the best part about this guy, he's been in five Batman movies. Has he? Yes. He's a huge Batman fan. He's had cameos in five different Batman projects. Which ones? He's the best. I want to vote for him all the time now for everything. Uh, I got to move to Vermont so I can vote for this guy. He has been in Batman Forever. Okay. Batman and Robin. Oof. The Dark Knight. The Dark Knight Rises. And Batman v Superman Dawn of Justice. He also lent a voice for the Batman animated series in the 1990s. Wow. He's all over everything. He loves Batman. He is in one of the most memorable scenes from Dark Knight. When the Joker is explaining his uh, his scars, where he got his smile yeah. from. We're not intimidated by thugs. You know, you remind me of my father. I hate my father. He holds a knife up to his oh, face. That's, right. that's Pat Leahy right yeah, there. Yeah, he's all he was in the scene with uh what's her face in Batman v Superman right before the chamber blew up. Yes. Yes. Um Holly Hunter. Holly Hunter. He's he was sitting right next to her, yeah. You're absolutely right. Well done. It's, boy, when it comes to comic book stuff, it's hard <laughs> to get anything past you. You can't pronounce Putin, but you can Putin. Uh... Hey, did you win the lottery over the weekend? I by did the way? we Tracy tried. She threw away eight dollars. She tried. <laughs> God bless her. She didn't throw it away, Eddie. No, she it goes took, to the schools and stuff. It's a good thing. You got to take your shot. She it was thinks. a billion dollars. Yeah, okay. It's not going to happen. I bought 10. You bought 10. Bought you 10 threw away $10. I threw away $10, yes. <laughs> she made me stop and go to the 7-Eleven and get $5 worth of lottery tickets. Got to take your shot, like, can, I just throw the, can I just give this to this guy right here who needs this money? Oh, this guy who's asking for money right here? Can no I just give it sense of whimsy. Mm. I'll tell you Not what. When it comes to lottery. I'll tell you what I would have done had I won that bill. What? Well, first I'd cut you off a little bit. <laughs> oh, thank you. I'd throw you a couple hundred I bucks. Appreciate that. A couple hundred from a billion dollars. Give you a swift kick in the ass out the door. Thanks. Close this shop up fast. <laughs> I'd be like, "Where's the Ralph report? See you, suckers." Done. Um, no, what I would do is I would I would have uh, I would buy Sylvester Stallone's L.A. mansion. Oh, you would. He is leaving L.A. He is ditching Los Angeles for Palm Beach, Florida. He and his wife are pulling up stakes. So they got to sell off their uh, mega mansion there in Beverly Hills Park. Hmm. 3.5 acres. Damn, that's a lot of land. 21,000 square feet. Oof. You, you're, you're tangentially related to the uh, real estate I dabble. Jo- uh, market. <laughs> I dabble. Your wife being a realtor and all. Yeah. What do you think it's going for? Mm, Beverly Hills. Beverly Hills, that much 3. land. 3.5 acres, 2,100 square feet. $20 million. Close, $130 million. What the fuck, dude? Yeah. Woof. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The tax bill mm. for that property is $125,000 just for the- A year in taxes? Just for the taxes. That's yeah. insane. It is. That's crazy. Eight bedrooms, 12 baths, has a massive library and office. If you've ever seen it, it is decked out wall to wall with Sylvester Stallone. Yeah. <laughs> He's got a statue of Rocky in the entryway <laughs> when you walk in. Do you get his glass uh, coffee table that he would- <laughs> Have people shit on? You get that one? I would be fucking embarrassed if someone walked into my house and I had a giant statue of myself there. Yeah, that's insane. Anyway. (laughs) 
So uh, <laughs> if you're interested, apparently it is available. 130 mil? 130 That's mil. That's great. They bought a place in Palm Beach for 35 mil. So oh, he'll, he'll pocket yeah. 100 mil. Good for him. Not a bad deal. All right, let's take a look at today's celebrity birthdays. All these stars born on January 25th. Alicia Keys is 41 years old today. This girl is on fire. This girl is on fire. Dinah Manoff from Greece and from TV's Empty Nest is 65. Guitarist Matt Odmark from Jars of Clay is 47. But if I can swim Ana Ortiz from Devious Minds and Ugly Betty is 50 years old. And drummer Joe Soroyas of Mighty Mighty Boss Tones is 49. That's it for today's Celebrity Birthdays. I'm Ralph Garman. I walk the showbiz beat. All right. And because it's Monday, it's time for some Putin. <laughs> Eddie's been saying Putin, Putin all day. Putin. 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 This, of course, Putin. is uh, from Eddie and Carolyn. I want to thank them for the suggestion. We were wondering if you ever had tried a classic Quebec dish called Putin. It's French fries topped with cheese curds and covered with gravy. You have to make sure... That the cheese does a squeaky sound when you bite into it, or else it's not fresh. Uh, I'm sure it would have been a great munch in Monday if you had the right cheese. Well, I did it. I put it together, Eddie. We've got Putin homemade from my own Where'd little Where'd you get hands. the cheese? How do you know it's the right cheese? I got cheese curds from okay. Wisconsin. Oh, okay. They're not Canadian cheese curds, uh-huh. but they're they're the equivalent, okay. the American Just equivalent. Making sure it's the right cheese. It's I got everything we need right. for a little uh, what they call classic uh, Casa Crute Quebecois poutine, which means uh, greasy spoon cuisine <laughs> from uh, Quebec, the Quebecois. Um, it first started apparently in Warwick, Quebec, 1957. There was a, a restaurateur called Fernand Lachance, mm-hmm. and one of the customers came in and said, "I want uh, the cheese curds, which was available, French fries, which was also available." But he didn't want to wait, so he said, "Can you just throw it all in one bag for me?" So I, I'm in a rush, and so they just threw them all in one bag. And when the guy opened up his bag, he said, "Now this is, you know, according to legend, this is a poutine." And Putin is uh, Quebecois slang for a mess. <laughs> so he opened it up and said, well, that's a mess in there. And then in 1964, in nearby Drummondville, Quebec, a man named Jean-Paul Roy noticed that a few of his diners were ordering a side of cheese curds to add to his uh, patented gravy sauce and fries dish that he had at his restaurant. So he started putting them all together, and that's when we have the classic combination of fries, curds, and gravy hmm. made its way around the country there in Canada and even made its way to the United States. I mean, when I was a kid, we would go to a local diner in Philadelphia and we would eat what was known as disco fries, which was fries with melted, just regular melted like uh, cheddar, cheddar on it with uh, gravy on top of it. Hmm. So 
I think I ch- I've had cheddar cheese fries. We've had our own version, but with gravy? Or chili, cheddar chili cheese fries. Have you had a gravy as had well gravy. on there? No. Because that's the way in Quebec, when they're in the penalty box, they're eating it that <laughs> they're way. They're not eating it in the penalty box. Well, they are. If, they have, if it was a major penalty, they could have much more time for a snack Putin. or two. Putin. Putin, yes. All right, we're going to eat some because today is Munchin' Monday. Munchin' Mondays. It's a fun day, and it's happening on the Ralph Report. Munchin' Mondays, Eddie's fun day. Will he vomit all over the floor? I don't eat fungus. I don't like it. I did the, the thought of it makes me sick. Well, testicles are just all... They are indeed. Full <laughs> testicles are all just... Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> But we're not eating that today. No, my friend. We are having this delicious poutine, right? Poutine. 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 There's an E at the end, right? Yes, but that's, it's French. Poutine. It's from Quebec, mm-hmm. and they don't pronounce it that P- way. Poutine. Poutine. They say poutine. 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 Don't say it like Americans. <laughs> say it like the French Canadian do in poutine. Quebec. It's poutine. Poutine. Man, you get up there, you get your ass kicked. <laughs> I've been up there, um, and I have gotten my ass kicked. Here it is. I made this with my own two little hands. If Look you are a that. two, three, and four-star general, of course, you get the video version of Munch and Monday. So I'm going to hold this up to the yeah. camera so you can see it there in all its glory. We got steak fries. Love steak fries. Covered with uh, cheese curds. Curds, the squeaky cheese. Squeaky cheese. And then uh, we've got uh, some beef gravy on top of that as well. So there it is in all its magic. Putin. Putin. Don't say it wrong. I can't say I will it any cross, other way. I will cross-check you into the boards. Put in. Then you'll, I will go to the penalty box, but you will be out of the game. Uh-huh. Oui, oui. All right. You ready to try some putin? I am, I all think. Right. You got a fork over there. Is the cheese warm or is it cold? It's all warm. It's all okay. Everything is warm. I'm going to see if I can. I'll try to. Now get a, get a curd and a fry and some gravy. You got to get it all. There we go. You need a combo. Does that look like everything? You got everything on there? I think that's everything. All right. Hold on. Let me grab one, too. Mm. It's hard to manage here. It is hard to manage. All right. You sure this would be better with ketchup? No. God damn it. You're an mm. animal. You don't put ketchup on poutine. But french fries. It's got, the, it's got gravy on it. You don't need anything else. Okay. All right. Okay. I got my mouth full. All right, ready? ready to go? Yeah. Let's do it. Right. Come on. Come on. That's pretty good. You're goddamn right it That's is. That's really good. You want another one? Man, let me see. Get on this side of the plate so you don't get any of my germs. You have germs? You coming in here infected with something? No, I'm good. I'm clean. Especially my butt. You got syphilis or something? No. There we go. Oh, no. You use condoms with your wife. I know you're not coming there. <laughs> <I'm not anything>. <laughs> and the doctor had a finger condom on, so we were, were clear. Um. Yeah. Oh, man. That's pretty good. I like that. Mmm. I took too big a mouthful. <laughs> That's what she said. <laughs> Sorry, listeners. <laughs> for Eddie's joke and for what I sound like. <laughs> so there you go. A, a, a dish so delicious. That's good. I as like I that. mentioned, established in the 50s in Quebec. Put in. And... Um, it has since swept the nation of Canada 
and made its way even to uh, our shores. Well. I've, been, I've been to Canada like three or four times. I've never had it. Well, next time you're in... I'm going to uh, get it up there next time Next time you're in Montreal, well. say, I'll have some uh, poutine, please. Mm. Don't say poutine. <laughs> have some poutine? My God. I'll need some poutine. The ugly American strikes again. <laughs> hey, Canada, thanks. Thanks for the deliciousness. It's good. And that's it's really good. Munchin' Monday. Mm. It's just another Munchin' Monday. Eating is fun day. Maybe something on a bun day. I hope I don't get the runs day. It's just another Munchin' Monday. I'm, I'm going to finish that entire plate as soon as <laughs> that's uh, your dinner uh, as tonight. Soon, as soon as we are done here. <laughs> all right, kids, that's it for today's show. Thanks so much for hanging out with us. Why don't you come back tomorrow? We're going to do it all over again. We're going to have a blast. Tuesdays, of course, are always fun because it's TV Tunes Tuesday. We'll take a look at one of your favorite TV theme songs of all time. Also, more of your phone calls, more fun, more guffs with. <laughs> The Rear Admiral. Holy God. Holy God. So come on back. But in order to come back, you got to take care of yourself. So please, I ask you, if you can. Stay the fuck at home. Make sure you take care of your hands. Wash them up real good. Sanitize. Stay good in the hood. Distance is paramount. Stay sweet at six feet. Because. Life is life. Yeah. You got to take care of that life. <laughs> we'll talk to you tomorrow, kids. Until tomorrow, love you. Mean it. Bye. <laughs>